here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing. Yeah, because, you know, got a cork popped out, boom, it flies like fucking 10 feet. We're like, yeah, let's do it. You know, all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up, and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear. You ever go to every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this. Raw, raw, raw. Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer. You gotta take in all those big aromatic hops. Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release? You should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious. sucks but if he can pass the ball and run yeah you know kick the tempo up get everybody involved i mean that's yeah. better than what we're doing that's true <laughs> hey and welcome to chicago beer pass i'm brad chmuski brad what's up man i'm nick white and we got some soft hazy ipa going mm. on here pillowy soft yeah uh eider down eider down yeah what the fuck is eider down man this is alarmist brewing over in Saganosh neighborhood, Chicago. Six uh, percent, um, hazy. I don't know, nothing, nothing crazy, nothing super fancy here. Just like soft and delightful. It's so soft and fluffy, you'll take it anywhere with you, Brad. You'll put on your warm jammies and curl up with this beer. El Dorado and HS one seven seven zero one hops. The. Um, <laughs> The the code of the hops before they figure out what the names should be always cracks me up. Right. Yeah. Uh, but I yeah, as it's different profile from the other stuff they make. Right. Yeah. yeah so it's got to be these experimental hops. So. And the new brewer too, like so oh. the new brewer there. Really. She's yeah. She's, oh, is that the lady from what was it Sierra Nevada or something? Uh, new Belgium maybe. New Belgium. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, they got like a new crew going on there. So it could be just their twist on it. Whenever I can't describe what a hop tastes like, you know, you can get like juicy or like, you know, fruity, piney. But if it's not fruity and it's not sweet, I always default to herbal. herbal. It tastes like some kind of herb I can't describe. I couldn't tell you which one. Yeah. You know, but that's how this is for me. That kind of that kind of hop, not the juicy hop. Yeah, it's nice. Um, I don't think I had this when I I went there over the past week. I stopped in and I didn't think I had this, but they have a lot of like old man English pub style mm. beers on. It's kind of uh, it's kind of strange where yeah. some people lean into like the cool kid double barrel this. Uh, They're like, um, you want ESB? Um, yeah. You want this you brown? Want a, you want a mild? <laughs> <laughs> so funny, just beer flavored beer. Yeah. You know, three four percent. Mm-hmm. But you know, I'm not mad at that. Yeah, I think they had. Oh, I had a Vienna Lager. That they had on that was good, yeah. That sounds nice. Uh, Vienna lager, um, a little bit sweeter because mm-hmm. of the Vienna malts, a little bit darker, yeah. I like a Vienna lager, yeah. You know, so, um, I'd rather a... see that than to see like eight hoppies, like yeah. eight hazies, you know. I, I could, I think I could have picked up cans of that, but I was like, oh, I, I had that, I don't need to have that, we'll do this hazy, so, yeah. But we're coming off a week doing old Irving, so old Irving, alarmist, Northwest side of the house, yeah. You know, we're, you know, we're, we're simple guys. We're pretty much, <laughs> you know, these, these are the local, the local hangs. Yeah. But that was my third stop of the day. Really? After I went to Alarmist, yeah. You know, um, Suburb Brad is back. I you know. know. This, uh, this past week. I'm here for it. Good. 
uh, I was going to try this burger from a <laughs> biker burger. Notorious biker dude. Biker a, dude. a biker dude? A biker dude. A biker dude. Everywhere. People always rave about his burgers. Uh, yeah. And he pops up at mostly suburban. He must be suburban based because all his stops are suburban burgers. I mean, we met some people that literally follow him around. They're like, oh, yeah, we go like every weekend or every other weekend. He's like the Grateful Dead of burgers, the fish and he of has burgers. Three options. He has like the regular double smash. He has a triple, like a one called Stoner Burger. That's a triple, and then he has a special. I don't like these are these are good burgers, yeah. but these people are like we follow him around. I'm this like, is oh, like that's this, all right. This is our thing. This is like we, we like beer, and the burgers are good. So Man. I'm like, all right, I guess I'm on board with this. I hear good things about this burger. Dude. I'm tempted to go again, <laughs> but. Oh. The burger's good. And it's it's an excuse to go to the burbs, too. Right. It's an yeah. excuse to go to some of these places. Um, I think after we had the burger, we're like, you know, um, not a shake. Uh, what's the shake? Not oh, shake steak shake? shake? No, no, Shake Shack. Shake Shack. Shake Shack. They're, it's Just, like on par with a Shake Shack burger. Okay. Shake like, Shack is a... Some people don't like Shake Shack because it's a little pricey and the burger's kind of small. I, I think Shake Shack's a solid option for a burger. Right. And this was, his, like, double one was probably a little better than that. I'm going to, like, give him credit because he's, like, the spices were really good. Yeah, but yeah. It's, like, a similar kind of burger. Okay, got it. I haven't had Shake Shack in a while, so okay. that sounds nice. Yeah. Uh, but I had him, I went, I went off the burbs, he was going to be at Sturdy Shelter. This is funny. It almost seems like something you were making up. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh... And this is in Batavia. I was mm. like, okay. I had never heard of this brewery. That's the edge of the earth right there, bud. Turns out they are pretty new. And you could the burgers, I think, went on sale at like 4 o'clock or something. Yeah. Maybe 2 o'clock, 2 or 4, I forget. So we got out there, but I had, we had a little bit of time. Right, like literally like maybe three blocks away, four blocks, Energy City. Oh, us, that would be a nice one-two punch. Yeah. I feel like we... Did we have the Energy City guy on, or did he meet us and give us beer? He met us and gave us beer. Okay. We did, so we did meet him. Yeah. All right. So I, we stopped in there because I was like, well, we have 45 minutes to an hour yeah. to kill. Let's go in, see what they got. Yeah. They are in your typical, like almost like strip mall kind of brewery place that looks like you could go in there and buy like some random... We're going to ship something to UPS, or they just have like a cardboard sign almost like stacked up. Like not not exactly, but it looks like, it looks unassuming. Okay. It looks like it's going to be lame, but then you go in there and it's way nicer than it looks oh, on the so outside. Oh, so it's kind of misleading looking at it from the outside. Yeah. Okay. Um, and they had, what, four or five beers just opened up that they're like, hey, want to sample some of these? We're just giving out samples. Like, I think that's must what they do because... They have all these weird flavors, and people probably That's right. ask for them. And they're like, yeah. oh, I want to try, you know, mango ghost pepper and yeah. milkshake this. And I remember now. Yeah. He's heavy with the adjunct use. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, and then they have a few hazy IPA beers. I think uh, they have a porter as well. And then there was a tamale guy selling tamales in there. Huh. It's probably it's not can't be the same. No, it's like a guy and his wife, and they like have a microwave, and you could buy them frozen, or they'll heat you up 
individuals. So mm. We got a couple tamales because we were hungry. Even after the burger? No, this was before the burger. Oh, pre-burger. Gotcha. Pre-burger. Okay. All right. We're not going to make it. Huh. Right, we came all this way. You know? <laughs> we're out of gas. No snacks? Nothing? We're out of gas. We're fucking starving. <laughs> basically just, we basically just left the state. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Irish City, they got giant shuffleboard table. In really? There. Now, it's because you can have shuffleboard on the table or you can have it on the floor. So it's yeah, a table, table, table version? Okay. And it's like a longer than... That's a big one. Yeah. And this crowd that was in there was totally different than was going to be at the Sturdy Shelter. Sturdy Shelter is a funny name. This felt like they were basically listening to, I don't know, 90s, 80s, 90s rock stuff. And every group in there looked like they were in their late 40s to late 50s. It sounds like my tribe. Like, just Bring like, it on. We're hanging out at our neighbor's garage kind of yeah. vibe or basement. <laughs> that was the group that was in there. It was like, yeah. it was cool, but it was also like, this is kind of weird. <laughs> every, every suburbs, you know, we, I think we both got suburban roots. And we love to drink, man. You know, there sometimes there ain't much else to do. That but tie one on. But they know? had like a vibe, like that was like there wasn't any like young people in there or like I don't oh. know, it was just like nope, you gotta be at least forty to come in here. Kind of look. <laughs> wow. So we had one beer there, and then we had to, you know, the burgers were going on sale, so had to get there. You know, didn't want to want to get there when that happened. Because you'll miss out. It turns out you can miss out. I didn't know. I was just like, well, I'm hungry. I got to get there when they're right in. away. Record dude is hot in these streets, Brad. So we go like the couple blocks away to Sturdy Shelter Park. They're right next door to like a, I think it's like Gun Barrel Coffee or something. Okay. Or, yeah. So like they a were closed. Roastery. Yeah. And then go in the place. It is packed. Sturdy Shelter. Sturdy Shelter packed. Huh. Uh, tons of families in there, kids, people are playing Uno. So I don't know, I think someone was doing a puzzle on a table. It was loud. There was a huge line to get beers to the bar. It's, it's funny to hear about how the contrast, right? Like fucking Energy City is one vibe. And then you go here and their tribe is not dudes over 40. Or if they are, it's like full on families. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like usually you would see that at a place that has food. Yeah. Like, not at a not, not like maybe metropolitan you might see that at like it's very there's families there yeah stuff like um, that so haymarket like, i see it at haymarket during the but day they have food oh right? that's like, true you're talking about places with no food i guess so, you're right yeah maybe similar to metropolitan where it's just people are just having their kids birthday party at the uh, brewery kind of thing especially if you got the space and mm-hmm. if the people who own the joint are kid friendly yeah yeah so we walk in, there's a line for the beer, and then someone's putting up the a biker dude sign, and like three people were starting to get in line, and they're like, oh, is this the line? And like, yeah, and I was like, oh, I, I'm, I'm going to get in line. I'm like right here, I might as well get in line, right? Yeah. And so one of the dudes, I think there's like the first guy, was the guy who like follows him around. And then I oh. overheard them say, yeah, last weekend I was like 15 or 20 in line, and they were gone. That's some wild shit, because Biker Dude, when you follow him, he posts all week that he's going to be at these places. 
Mm-hmm. And it sounds like, you know, he might show up. And to keep the demand high, he might show up with 20 burgers. <laughs> he might show up with 20 burgers. I guess, yeah. <laughs> right? Because, um, so, ordered, we just got one burger, Maeve and I, and split it. Um, they do it in, like, little waves where they, I don't know, the person taking the order takes, like, five to ten people and then goes and gives it to the person on the grill outside. I don't know what's happening outside where mm. the burgers are being made. And then it took, like, maybe... 20 30 minutes to get the burger but by the time i got up the sign is down no one's in line and that's it it's over and it was like 45 minutes after the time and huh. someone else is like yeah i guess they're sold out like that's so that's that's a, that's some model right there huh? yeah show up wreck shit for an hour and then bounce we're done i'd be not knowing that i'm glad i got there like right at the time because if i would have got there like Four thirty, and they started at five or four, and they're gone. I'd be like, "Well, that sucks." I came here to eat this burger, yeah. and now I have to leave because <laughs> now I'm trouble. A, now I'm upset, so <laughs> now I have to go. But uh, Sturdy Shelter's beer is fantastic. It should not be as good as it is. Really, it is a similar feeling I got when I had uh, Mike and Oak. Oak and Ike. Oh, Oak yeah, and Ike. yeah, yeah. So, like, almost like they've been here before. Because the Ike and Oak guy, you know, he brewed at Bader Brow before that. And the two brothers. Um, Lagunitas. Oh, Lagunitas. Like, they post him from Lagunitas. So, he had s- experience on big systems, you yeah. know. So. But he went to go to Oak and Ike. It's like, oh, these are really good. And yeah. what is happening here? This is what Sturdy Shelter felt like. Really? The place was beautiful inside. The beers are amazing. I had the, a Pilsner. And then... Uh, I remember the second one I got. Oh, I, something in like a, a nice stein I got. Yeah. Um, sturdy shelter. I mean, we know, the, you know, you use word association. You know, he's referring to a sturdy shelter of some sort. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, like. But they've been open for like six, eight months. The mm. person who follows the burger guy around was saying. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, apparently the like brew house, they're going to like put like a glass floor over the top and build that out in the space so you can sit above it because it was packed. There's nowhere to sit, really. We are like sharing a table with somebody. Good for them, man, you know, because shit, it's hard connecting with people, right? Like even if your beer is good, you might have to close. We've talked, we talk about it on the show all right. the time. So having a packed house, you know, in a spot where people support the shit, good for, for them. Not, for not, for people like us not even hearing of them, like how'd they... How'd they get all these people there? Like, they are kind of like right downtown Batavia, but still. Yeah. Why Why is everyone here? What What? What do you do that, uh, I don't know, Energy City isn't doing? Fair. Yeah. I, you know, these are good questions. This is my same question I had last week. <laughs> what is this? We're often left uh, with unanswered questions, more so than answered ones on this show. Why is your beer so damn good, too? <laughs> I was like, like, no, I want answers. Don't go anywhere. I was like almost annoyed that the beer was so good because I was like, now I have to come here again. Man. But it's good to know that you don't have to fuck around, right? Like you'll go. Yeah. You know where you, you know it's far and you know it'll be worth it when you get to that. Right. End. Yeah. Yeah. So. And you got uh, Energy City right there and then you're not far from like Penrose and, you know. Oh, that's right. Because you're right by Geneva. Yeah. Yeah. So. Just that's a get good in walk. your kayak and go up to Fox River and you'll be there. <laughs> <laughs> I still have uh, P- PTSD of like almost getting in a kayak and flipping over. So, but yeah. 
But that's a good aim, man. Yeah, that was good. And then we, on the way back, stopped in Alarmist. So. Nice. Yeah. Suburb Brad, I'm here for it, man. I love it. His Never burger heard. was, it was good. I would go to, I'd go, I'd go to it again if it's at a place I hadn't been to. I think the next day he was, he was going to be at SoHop, but that's even so farther. Yeah. Batavia, so that's like, that that's so far. I've been there. I couldn't tell you where I was. <laughs> okay. I, it's out there. You're past the moor, the Huntley moor. Yeah. You know, it's good though. I think hitting these spots and getting to the bottom of some of this stuff and, you know, just not seeing it on, on pictures, just knowing what it looks and feels like, mm-hmm. that's a good, that's good. You know, I'm, I'm excited about that. Yeah. But I recommend the burger, recommend 30 Shelter. And then you got Energy City right there. Mm. You know, have some of their like fun beers. Like they're just fun to try. Yeah. Yeah. That was my like weekend. Well, you were uh, drinking your apple juice. Uh yeah, the apple juice fest, the ninth annual apple juice fest, aka cider summit, at Navy Pier. You know, I'm standing in line. I ran into Mike Miller from Delilah's, right? So I'm because I'm there like you know half hour early. Okay. Cause the whole reason I'm going because it's the early session. I don't want to fuck around at Navy Pier. Okay. Um. Oh, but the one thing I thought about when I was in line, I was like, man, if this party was in the summer, I wouldn't come. And if this party was in the afternoon, I wouldn't come. Why? Because oh, I hate Navy Pier. Be packed. I fucking hate Navy, I hate yeah, Navy okay, Pier. Right, yeah, yeah. So, um, oh, but 11 a.m. slot on a Saturday in winter, you know, it all works out. It's okay. in the Grand Ballroom. Yeah. You know, you've been to this joint. I think the only party, the best party I went to there was the Sierra Nevada. Remember they did the beers across... America for their 30th anniversary. Mm, so they had um, they had parties in like six regions, and the Chicago one was in the summer, but the windows were up, so you could go out on the, uh, you know, it's like an open air yeah. building, so it's got like a big ass you know patio and shit. So that party was really cool. That's the coolest thing I've done in okay. that building. Um, and but this was nice. This was Cider Summit. Um, now my picture said I haven't been there in 10 years. Whoa. I haven't been since I guess the first one, right? It popped up like fucking 10 years ago. So first thing I noticed was there's Cider Summit on the main level, and then there's a pavilion upstairs, and they call it the Fruit and Spirits Pavilion. Okay. So um, that's where your mead is. That's where your ginger liqueur is. You know, And that's where your, your straight-up whiskey and cocktails and shit are, are up okay. on the top level. So, so when I went um, the previous time, all the cider was on the main floor. Mm-hmm. Upstairs, around the ring that looked over the main floor, yeah, all meads. I don't Interesting. Know, Twenty different meaderies. I and was... then that uh, inside area was like the uh, some ciders, like Eris and cocktails, like maybe like a dozen, like ten of those places. Yeah. To be honest with you, I was surprised at how few vendors were there. Because, like to your point, they could have put a way more vendors in there. The entire upstairs loops around. But there were only vendors near the stairs, you know. And so I would just say on one end of the mm. of the uh, pavilion, and even downstairs, I thought they were kind of sparsely spread out. I would say, I could be wrong, but it felt like maybe just around the outer ring of the grand pavilion, it was like maybe eight, mm. like not a not a lot. Seem like a lot, not a lot. And then there was like a you know in the middle there was a a, a long table on both sides. Yeah, so maybe eight more. Okay, so it felt like I would say near twenty. But we've talked about it like a cider. Um, it had its moment, and it, Seltzer had kicked its ass here. Maybe not like people are just like, you know, I'm not going to make uh, cider, but maybe they're just not selling as much. You know, you're not going to just chop down your 
your apple trees. Yo, apparently, and you know, Virtue was saying this when we went up there over the summer, that you know, these, if you got access to um, trees, you know, these are like hundred year old trees that these the ciders are coming from. Because mm-hmm. if you got a tree that's like seven years old, you know, they don't even use those for apple cider. Yeah. So I, I didn't I didn't understand that part. So I was drinking um, cider ice wine. I was drinking on some of that. Okay. From a crew called Eaton in Vermont, and mm. then um, locally, Two Fools had the best thing there. Um, it was this fucking uh, Pomo, which apparently is uh, apple brandy, and then they blend in some fresh apple cider. Oh shit! Okay. So this thing's like twenty percent, so it's fucking go time. So we're cruising around the spot with this twenty percent fucking, you know, apple brandy. Yeah. Having a having living living living. Yeah, it was, it was fun. It was really fun. So I think one of these places, it, this would just be apple juice, but could they brand it as non-alcoholic cider? Do <laughs> you think people would like because buy it and there be is, duped for like? There is non-alcoholic. Um, the non-alcoholic game is very strong, along with the seltzer game. Yeah, there's a lot of non-alcoholic cocktails, and one of them is non-alcoholic uh, mimosas, right? Sure. <laughs> so I'd be like, yes, right? You know. <laughs> Um, it was a good hang. I think what I learned was that, uh, cider companies federally are recognized as wineries. So they all register as wineries mm. and they make cider cause there's no like cider license. So okay. if you own a cidery, you basically are, are a winery. You have, you can make wine. Okay. Yeah. So I learned that, uh, we talked about Pomo, we talked about ice wine. Um, oh, there was a, uh, this is. Cider Summit is the party at the end of CiderCon, which is a week-long festival. Okay. Yeah. So we ended up, uh, I think, Thursday night at the hotel where everyone was staying at CiderCon. They had, like, a big gigantic bottle share on the top floor of this hotel. And I saw way more cider producers there, like, you know, than I did at the festival. So I think a lot more people were in town for CiderCon, and they just didn't bother registering for Cider Summit. Doing the fest. Yeah. Well, uh, I've talked about it with like other people before. People like get burnt out on the fest kind of circuit, or there's no, there's zero reward in it at the moment. Like you had this Vermont cider, yeah. You're probably not gonna pick it up at the store, right? If you can even, if if they even distro right. here, right? So it does someone no good, and the cider drinker that's gonna buy it in the store probably already knows their ciders and they're not going to get turned on to someone new maybe maybe not but me if i'm going in buying ciders i have like three ciders and i'm like oh i like these ones yeah i learned there that i like um i like pear ciders a little bit more mm. pear the pear cider i have when you have them in Paris, a row Paris? uh maybe maybe yeah. right i think you're right because there's the cider and perry yeah section at fobab that's right yeah so i had a pear so there's cider. probably more ciders and perries at fobab right yeah, champagne. I taste it more like champagne than pear one. Yeah, when you have them all in a row, one producer and he's got a dry cider, a sweet cider, and a perry, and the perry just jumps out. I mean, it just speaks to me more. Okay. I, feel like I fucking dug that one more. So it was a good hang. Um, yeah, ton of people there. Uh, cheers to Michelle Foy. She had this gigantic fucking uh, trophy from the Michigan Cider Association that she won for her berry mint uh, cider. Hmm. Which was quite nice. It was different. Not a whole lot. There wasn't one any of them there ever doing berry okay. or mint. So that was cool. Okay. Um, upstairs was Northman. Northman said, you know, they closed their spot in North Center and now they're on Navy Purell for the summer. They said they actually uh, get their apples in Michigan and they had they 
their packaged products all come from Michigan. Right. All all their stuff comes from Michigan. Oh, okay. Yeah, like so. Um, yeah. Anyone doing any Spanish cider long pours? Going there was. On? I missed it, uh, but there was a long pour competition on the stage. Damn. Yeah, and there was a couple other things. They had like a you know a couple speakers and shit like that. But by that time, you know, we've been getting after it since like eleven a.m. We could have entered. We, you know, if I would have been there. Oh man, that's right. Because you know, we did the ladder. <laughs> no one there was doing it longer than that. That's the longest of the long four. You know, but um, it was good to get over there. You know, so it was a fun time. Nice. Yeah, I was uh, a little sad I missed it, but you know, happy I made it out to the burbs too. So it wasn't. I didn't just you know hang out on the couch. Yeah. Kind of did, yeah. And then I like to see like the range. Like you know, we double down. You know, Brad's thing is over here. There's cider thing here. So it's good for the feed, mm-hmm. you know. So. Nice. So it was good, man. It was a good hang. Yeah, you did that. Uh, any other spots? Anything else you hit up? Yeah, man. Uh, cheers to Off Color. Um, went to the Mousetrap. The Mousetrap's turning 10. Can you believe Holy that? Holy shit. That's what I said. I'm like, man, we're getting old. Mousetrap's turning 10. The Beer Temple's turning 10. I even think, like, Spiteful's turning 10. Like, uh, Beguile 10. Beguile's is turning 10. Yeah, so, yeah. It's, it's wild. Yeah. Uh, happened to go to the mouse trap and, um, they were the day before they released their toasted double barrel dino s'mores. s'mores. Okay. Yeah. So it's extended aging. So dino s'mores, I think sat in a Booker's, uh, Jim Beam Booker's barrel hmm. for six months. And then it sat in, uh, oh, sat in Blanton's barrels for like 20 months. Okay. Yeah. So like a 26 months or so two years. Damn. So a little over two years. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Dino S'mores, Barrel Age Dino S'mores is very barrel forward. Almost like almost like a bitter oak. So Dino S'mores, the base, I want to say is like a, what, marshmallow stout, right? It's like a marshmallow, it's like a s'more stout, like marshmallow chocolate graham cracker stout. Right, yeah. That's the base. You put it in barrels and then it just gets like just, I don't know why, but just crazy bitter. Like very mm. forward, very forward with oak. Okay. Um, oh, but when they use it in this toasted barrel format, then it's like... Oh, well, all that bitterness just kind of counterbalances, you know, the fucking marshmallow flavors from the toasted barrel. Does it taste more s'morey? Yeah, that's okay. what I'm getting at. Yeah, okay. it tastes fucking graham crackery and s'morey and boozy. It's like that boozy, boozy marshmallow toasted thing. Shit. It's, okay. it's good, man. It yeah. was really good. I was surprised. Um, he was saying that, uh, we saw Ben who works there. I think he runs yeah. on social media. And he was saying, um, yeah, cheers to him. He's a funny guy. Oh, they do, uh, the mousetrap is kind of, just for releases at the mousetrap like this. Yeah. You know, but all their core beers are still done over in uh, Hermosa. Okay. Next door to Pipeworks. Yeah. So that was cool. What else did he say? Oh, we talked about the Beer Force series and, you know, how that didn't exist when they opened. Mm-hmm. And I think the first one was, the very first one was Beer for Tacos. Okay. Followed by Beer for Golf. He said Beer for Tacos was actually a collab with uh, a crew called Game Chicago. You know where Cindy's is in the Chicago yeah. Athletic Association? Oh. It was a collab with them. And then the pandemic hit, and Cindy's is like, yeah, we're, we're, we were buying a ton of this stuff from you. We can't. The pandemic's here. So they had all this beer. They're like, well, what do we do? And they're like, well, let's put it in a can, but we're not going to call it a collab with Cindy's. Yeah. We're just going to call it Beer for Tacos because that's, you know, so. Mm-hmm. And that's where Beer Fort was born. And it's been, I think it's like almost 80% of the stuff they sell is Beer that's Fort. That's crazy. Did yeah. you tell them how much we like that Beer for Lounging? I told them about Beer for Lounging. Talking about Fox in the Snow. Yeah. And my favorite feature of their their's pivot is these little the little cute tiny two hundred fifty milliliter bottles. 
Mm. Big fan of those. Yeah. Commitment issues, man. I don't need a bomber, right? No. Give me the little bit. So double barrel is in little bottles? Double barrel is in a stubby 16-ounce. Okay. Yeah, stubby 16-ounce glass. Okay. Um, shout out to Beer for Burgers. We got to try that. Mm. I think, you know, I'm drinking this barrel-aged beer from them. You don't think about barrel-aged beer. Bur- bourbon barrel-aged beer. Right. You think about, like, funny barrels. I mean, fancy barrels like wine and champagne and all this kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh, so he's like, we really like the impact that bourbon barrels have on lagers. So they Vienna lager, beer for burgers, barely it's a barrel aged Vienna lager. Oh, so it's got some really fun moves like that kind of creme brulee kind of uh, kind of charred caramel thing comes across really nice. It's a five percent Vienna lager that's been bourbon barrel aged. That's beer for burgers. It was actually really good. I had never had it. No, I never had that one. Yeah, their runs are really small. I never get around to their stuff. They had 16 on draft. And I'm like, I don't, I haven't heard of like most of these. Damn, okay. So good for them. They keep it small. They keep it nimble. They just crank out new brands and they kind of sell them pretty quick. Nice. So. Cool. It was a good hang. I hadn't been there in a while. So. Nice. Right. Uh, I also hit up uh, Metropolitan. Oh, right on. I know you went last week and so I basically did what you did. I had the woke... That was tasty. Nitro, man. Uh, The dry hopped uh, Dynamo. Oh, yeah. Mount Mount Hood hops. That was tasty. And um, I had a Seps. Oh, yeah. That's right. Give me a Seps. I was like, yeah. I like a Seps. Yeah. You know? Give me a Seps. Nothing crazy. Yeah. Beer beer flavored beer, man. Right. And I finished the night with a can of uh, Metropolis coffee. I hope Metropolis does tours at some point because that's their their headquarters is in the same mall yeah and they're the only ones that aren't public facing the, the distilleries there justin and more yeah. metro and metropolis especially since all the coffee program from metropolitan brewing is metropolis right it'd be nice to just pop into metropolis grab some beans for the month right maybe you know take See a few pictures doing, and shit yeah. you know maybe get poor you know? mm-hmm. give us something quit yeah. fucking around yeah i feel like they need to especially with that much foot traffic now it was a Wednesday night, and it was it was pretty busy there. Yeah. I mean, you know goddamn well we love coffee in this town, Metropolis. Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Give us a very tiny tasting room. Yeah. yeah. So just following your footsteps there, hitting that up. Yeah. I do like uh, – it's weird how – I hadn't been – we rode bikes to 312 Day, and one of the stops was Metro. Yeah. I think that's the last time I've been, which is weird because Metro it was like – Metro's kind of on the route. Okay. So it's nice. Yeah, I, I go every now and then. Um, just because it's an easy spot to, like, get together with people. Mm-hmm. Um, there's usually space. And in the summertime, it's real nice to just be outside. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they might have a My Back Party on the uh, on the horizon. Oh, okay. They wouldn't confirm anything, but, yeah. But they didn't deny it. They didn't, but they didn't deny it. Yeah. So. Uh, any, other, any other stops? Anything else? Um... um no, I think that's it, man. Okay. That's pretty a solid run. I'm right. very excited about the run. I'm just looking at the photos here, man. Make sure we didn't miss anything, man. <laughs> no, I think we did a good job. Good good job, buddy. Good job, buddy. You got to get to Sturdy Shelter now. It's only 45 miles away. Yeah. Uh, it's mm-hmm. only 90 round trip. Yeah. Right. Throw on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, good. Cool. Uh, well, anything happening coming up? This week's people should know about. Um, oh, I did see uh, they're having an anniversary for the fire at Twisted Hippo. 
Five. Oh, I was like, Chicago Fire? Oh, no. For the fire. For their fire. For their fire. Uh, Twisted Hippo, fire anniversary. I feel like that's not something you want to celebrate. Yeah, but they're partying, man. They're partying at that Temple's Tau. What is it called? Oh, the place that was right next door to them? Exactly. Yeah, Twisted Hippo. I'm like, man, this would be a good reason to get over and support the hippos, man. Um, one year anniversary of one year neighborhood fireversary. Okay. <laughs> That's wild. Seven to ten, February twenty first at Temple Style Pub. Okay. So yeah, it's on Montrose, right by the old hippo. Yeah. Yeah. One, okay. One year All neighborhood right. fire av- fireversary. Damn. Okay. Yeah. So. All right. So that's a that's a couple weeks. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna make it to the Burbs this weekend. No. I think I keep it local if I go anywhere. Art history sounds pretty good though. It does, especially if the Burger Dude's gonna be there. Mm-hmm. Good call on getting there early because I would just show up whenever I show up and I'd fuck him around and miss it. I know. Be salty. You, you would think that it's like a food truck kind of situation, right? Like I'm yeah. gonna be there at this time. Yeah. But it's like till I sell out, and I only bring two. <laughs> well, we ate a couple of them when we were we were firing up the grill, so now we're down to six. Yeah, sorry. It <laughs> was wild as hell, man. I would hate to be in line though for the burger, and then they're like, uh, "It's like any sort of release." Be like, "No, we're sold out." You gotta be like, but when it's a food thing, you're like hungry so you're kind of pissed right it's like if you're in line for like a shoe drop or getting tickets it's like or fine something. i missed it fine all right you're not gonna take my like 500 dollars here all right whatever fuck you you're lost right right <laughs> this is like i'm hungry man what do i get now <laughs> but damn you've been saying for a week you're gonna fucking be here yeah <laughs> it's so funny <laughs> so you gotta follow him on uh instagram kind of know where he's gonna be at usually Somewhere, the, somewhere in the burbs. Yeah, yeah. the Riverlands, Sohop, Sturdy Shelter, Art History, Penrose. I think he's gone to so like that kind of area. Okay. Yeah, check it out. Follow him on IG, and I think that's gonna do it for this episode, man. Just talk about our stuff. I don't think there's any news, anything that exciting. Um, oh, um, what do you call it? Eleanor Crabbrews Gill sent out an email today. That, I don't know if you saw that. Oh. It was about um, they're introducing legislation to help legalize craft beer delivery. Right. I, and this was something that one was amazing during the pandemic, and then it got taken or it got. Um, it's like a temporary. Ro- it got rolled back, and I said I felt like they should keep this going. Yeah. Uh, because not only did it add. Um, a lot more options for breweries, especially someone like Salamoth before they opened up Still Life. Like I ordered from them a couple times. But just the idea then you could almost, I don't know if you could partner with someone like Drizzy or something like that. Drizzly, oh, Tavor. And just have it then delivered. I would, the way Uber Eats comes to the crib, I feel like any brewery locally should be able to come to me. Right. Right. I'm with you there, man. It's called a brewer's uh, a brewer shipper's license, so it mirrors the exact same license that Illinois winemakers have had since two thousand seven. Okay, now, wine can they can like you a can winery get, could yeah. roll up and just put it on my porch. Right. <laughs> for for like almost twenty years, they've been able to do it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Then that's this is an easy pass. Yeah. So they they um they presented it to uh 
the Illinois Senate, and they talk about you know it's a forward thinking move and direct to consumer needs to needs to be a law because there's 297 craft breweries. Okay. The in the state, 297 in the state. You believe that? That's crazy. God damn. Dude, you can almost go to one every day, and for the year. Yeah. So. Wow. So the only people that would be against that would be. Uh, the beer stores or the supermarkets be like if people can just have it delivered they're not going to come here and get it right interesting because i would think it would um you know i think i feel like it would just encourage more drinking right because like i would want scratch you know only place i can get scratch i think is on draft at beer temple they're not going to deliver and that's what yeah. i'm saying and also i don't even deliver so i would kind of want I, it, it would encourage me to try stuff i haven't some tried. of these other places yeah, yeah. like yeah. um Things like, uh, well, we got a message from uh, uh, Buckle Down mm-hmm. guys, and like, hey, you know, I don't, I don't see it that often at the store, and you know, if I could get it delivered, might be more likely. Or a skeleton key, I never even seen it in stores. Right, like, and then how far does it even make it past yeah. wherever they are? Yeah, so it'd be cool for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I'd love to, you know, bring bring the regional stuff to me. Yeah, regional just being Chicago land. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then uh, you mentioned that, what was it, 278? That's and wild. That it's going to be 279 because the Guinness is opening. Oh, man. So we do got some news. We do man. have some news. I forgot <laughs> about that. Uh, I got an email about an uh, invite. West Loop? Up. Yeah. Man. Uh, it's opening before St. Patrick's Day. It's going to be good to go. I thought they were going to shit the bed again because, you know, they announced the um, groundbreaking maybe like two St. Patty's days ago. Yeah. And um, it was wet, rainy, gross, you know. And I'm like, this won't be ready for a year. And then a year went by and it still wasn't open. Right. So, well, how about that? Yeah, so I need to, one, respond to this email, and then well, you know, we will let. Or, or something. Uh, and <laughs> I, I want to go. And I, they're probably, they're not going to make Guinness because the one, the other one doesn't make Guinness. There's a, um. There is a stateside Guinness brewery in Maryland, right outside of Baltimore. Oh, I thought they didn't make Guinness Guinness. No, no, they're still shipping that from St. James right. Gate. So, I'm saying there's a Guinness brewery yeah. in Maryland. So I was like, they're not going to make Guinness. No, they're, I don't they're think so either. They're going to make probably some other things. All these other um, things. It's going to be a bakery too, I think. they said. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, and be just in time, can stock up on whatever uh, they got for St. Patrick's State Party here. Open Gate Brewery, I think they call it. Open Gate, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Right in West Loop, man. West Loop is ground zero, man. I know. All the restaurants. Now they're getting a Guinness. It's where uh, most people currently who are moving to Chicago. Like I was watching, this is off, off subject, but I was yeah. watching something that's basically the Chicago population in the next 10 years will double. Oh, because everybody's moving out west? Or west of west the of downtown. Movie and here, people from the south, like people talk about people leaving Chicago, but people from the south are moving here just because there's a lot more jobs, there's more companies moving here. So our population could go from what it's like almost three million. Right. It's supposed to be like uh, it's like eight million in the next like ten fifteen years. That's crazy. Man. And West Loop is like the spot. I I fuss with West Loop. I would live in West Loop. They can't afford it. No, no I can't, can't afford West Loop. Yeah, no. get that job at Google. And, you know. <laughs> you know, bartend at the aviary just to get by. 
I don't think, yeah, that's not, yeah. <laughs> Maybe a blind barber. I like blind barber. I've never been there. Oh, uh, it's a little barbershop. Okay. And then you walk, it's a regular barbershop, working barbershop. One little You're going to barber? No, you want, no, you walk, oh. you walk through the back, there's a door, you walk through the door and then it's a big ass nightclub. Oh, okay. Yeah. What are you gonna do at the nightclub? Oh, oh you just go. Oh, you just go. Not work there. <laughs> no, I would work there. You know, I'd give people, you know, line people up. Maybe make some cocktails or something. You know? Okay. All right. Maybe. We'll see. Yeah. I don't think that's affording you a place. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just stare right at them. But Guinness, I'm excited. All these Irish Reds are hitting the hitting the shelves. It's almost that time. We're approaching mid February very quickly. Yeah. So it'll be. Month out from St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. About, yeah. God help us all. Yeah. All right. That's going to do it for this episode. Uh, Nick, where can people find you get in touch when we're not here drinking pillowy soft hazies? Hey, man. I'm on Twitter at Nicosio. And I'm on Twitter at BRAD, Chicago Beer Pass, Chicago Beer Pass, Instagram. Check that out. We've got some lives up there. Maybe we'll do another live tonight. And we'll be back uh, with another episode soon. Take care. Cheers. Cheers.